book of Psalms, chapter 6, verses 8 through 10. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity, for the Lord has heard the voice of my weeping. The Lord has heard my supplication. The Lord will receive my prayer. Let all my enemies be ashamed and sore vexed. Let them return and be ashamed suddenly. You must have your times of weeping, but let them be short. Your harps, ye trembling saints, down from the willows take. Get you up, get up from your dunghills. Cast aside your sackcloth and ashes. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. David had found peace. Rising from his knees, he begins to sweep his house of the wicked. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. The best remedy for us against an evil man is a long space between us both. Get gone. I can have no fellowship with you. Repentance is a practical thing. It is not enough to bemoan the desecration of the temple of the heart. We must scourge out the buyers and sellers and overturn the tables of the money changers. A pardoned sinner will hate the sins which cost the Savior his blood. Grace and sin are quarrelsome neighbors and one or the other must go to the wall. For the Lord has heard the voice of my weeping. What a fine Hebraism, and what grand poetry it is in English. He has heard the voice of my weeping. Is there a voice in weeping? Does weeping speak? In what language does it utter its meaning? Why, in that universal tongue which is known and understood in all the earth, and even in heaven above, when a man weeps, whether he be a Jew or Gentile, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, it has the same meaning in it. Weeping is the eloquence of sorrow. It is an unstammering orator, needing no interpreter, but understood of all. Is it not sweet to believe that our tears are understood, even when words fail? Let us learn to think of tears as liquid prayers, and of weeping as a constant dropping of importunate intercession, which will wear its way right surely into the very heart of mercy, despite the stony difficulties which obstruct the way. My God, I will weep when I cannot plead, for you hear the voice of my weeping. The Lord has heard my supplication, the Holy Spirit had wrought into the psalmist's mind the confidence that his prayer was heard. This is frequently the privilege of the saints. Praying the prayer of faith, they are often infallibly assured that they have prevailed with God. We read of Luther that, having on one occasion wrestled hard with God in prayer, he came leaping out of his closet, crying, Vicimus, Vicimus. That is, we have conquered, we have prevailed with God. Assured confidence is no idle dream, for when the Holy Ghost bestows it upon us, we know its reality, and could not doubt it, even though all men should deride our boldness. The Lord will receive my prayer. Here is past experience used for future encouragement. He has, and he will. Note this, O believer, and imitate its reasoning. Let all my enemies be ashamed and sore vexed. This is rather a prophecy than an imprecation. It may be read in the future. All my enemies shall be ashamed and sore vexed. 
they shall return and be ashamed instantaneously in a moment. Their doom shall come upon them suddenly. Death's day is doomsday, and both are sure and may be sudden. The Romans were wont to say, the feet of the avenging deity are shod with wool. With noiseless footsteps, vengeance nears its victim, and sudden and overwhelming shall be its destroying stroke. If this were an imprecation, we must remember that the language of the old dispensation is not that of the new. We pray for our enemies, not against them. God have mercy on them and bring them into the right way. Thus the psalm, like those which precede it, shows the different estates of the godly and the wicked. O Lord, let us be numbered with your people, both now and forever. <laughs>